for speaking to us. Hi, good afternoon, Sebiso. Your your reading of uh, these figures, what do they tell you? You've heard the statistician general and how he explains it. Um, what is your reading of them? Well, one of the things that stands out currently is the fact that our economy, as Dr. Hotla has just said, it's facing a difficult time. In fact, we are now seeing a contracting economy. In other words, where we had expected for it to be stable uh, on a flat line, we are now seeing it going down uh, quite drastically when you look at the number of household income that has been lost but also at how even those who have household income, it has dropped significantly. And that is, that is concerning given the number of people that are unemployed in, in South Africa and the number of people are taken care of by one income in a household. Mm. Just, I mean, one of the questions I asked him is what he foresees happening in the second quarter. And he's saying, look, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. But are we unable at this point, given the revised uh, growth figures of the economy and our trajectory over the next uh, three years, are we really unable to say what is likely to happen in terms of the employment figure in the second quarter? It, it, it's really going to be a challenge. I mean, I, I personally would say we can look at it and say we expect a lot of, expect more contraction to happen in the, in the second quarter and the numbers that would be coming out of there. But, you know, something can happen perhaps that can trigger or the delay of job losses or the delay of income going down in one sector or the other. But at the moment, we have to be realistic and very uh, open about how we perceive things. And right now, our economy is really struggling. It's, it's like an ox pulling with a last run's wagon and, and it's really struggling to keep up with the number of jobs that are lost, with the number of incomes that are now going down. And it, I, I do not know if if second quarter would be any better. Of course, something can happen that can trigger a positive result in one of the many economical sector. But when you look at it right now, I, I do not see how we would have um, an improvement in the number. Perhaps hope can lie in construction, as we have seen, that it has consistently tried to perform much better than the other sectors. Mm. Uh, manufacturing has been flagged uh, as a possible area which uh, may have cushioned us in the past but could possibly present uh, difficulties we've seen in the mining sector as well, uh, job losses there uh, and uh, with growing dissent at least from employees side saying that you know the earnings are also not commensurate with the rate of inflation Yes, I mean one of the key things that stand out with the number that the numbers that Statistics has put out is how manufacturing has significantly contracted. But do you remember that often um, at the beginning of the year or a quarter one of any financial year, usually manufacturing tends to pick up. But we have seen this year it has slowed, um, and not only has it slowed, it continues to decline. That is worrying because. Overall, the broader government uh, state narrative on manufacturing is that we are doing everything as the government to make sure that our manufacturing does not fall down deeper than it already is. Yet, it seems even with the interventions of government, it it seems not to be cushioning thereof. And for us as an economy that uh, relies mostly on mining, but also on manufacturing, we have to be worried about that. Not only in in the in the in the 
aspect of labor related but it's growing that this is the year of wage negotiation in that sector, in the manufacturing sector, I mean in the auto sector, and part of it is space manufacturing. So we are concerned at the figures that are coming out of that just saying really worrying and telling a different picture really on South Africa's manufacturing capacity. It's been said that especially if you look at youth unemployment, it's be it's uh, uh, exceptionally high and unequally spread. Why is that? It, it would be unequally spread because when you look at, um, I'm, I'm from a rural area in a place called Fafun. So when you would look at somebody who's in a rural area, they do not have access to the same temporary opportunities that youth in urban areas, metropolitan areas would have. So you'd have a youth here in Gauteng who might have access to a temporary job at a local mall or who might have access to temporary opportunities. Whereas it's a different thing in rural areas. And hence, youth unemployment is so critical because it impacts on the broader picture of the national unemployment. But also, it impacts on government's program. And hence, we constantly, uh, when engaging with government, be the Department of Labor and Mining to say we have to have programs that are specifically targeted at creating jobs for the youth. And if we can curb that because we are the majority of our population, we might reduce the number of people unemployed in a national level. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your insights, Labour Analyst Mamukheti Mulupiani. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. What are your suggestions? Uh, how can we uh, curb unemployment, increase employment, especially within these uh, tough economic times? 0891104209. As you've heard, there are um, 15,000 jobs lost in the first quarter of 2016. And uh, perhaps you uh, may be one of those affected. Call us, tell us why, 0891104209. It's 22 minutes past four. We go to Robburn for a traffic update. And, uh, of course, um, much for taking the time to speak to us. Um, let's first start with the, the data itself, just to help people understand which sectors you are looking at and how uh, the employment figures themselves are measured. Well, let me tell you what sectors we are not looking at, because those that we are looking at are seven, those that we are not looking at are three. So by exclusion of those three, then it will be easier. Uh, first, we are not looking at agriculture, uh, agriculture forestry. That, that, that's out. We are not looking at households, uh, which is the second. So those are the sectors that are not included. So the numbers will be quite different. We are also not looking at the informal sector. We are looking at uh, companies or other businesses that employ people uh, that are that 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 registered. So we are looking all the other at all the other sectors such as water, uh, electricity. Uh, we are looking at mining. We are looking at uh, uh, manufacturing. Uh, we are looking at uh, retail trade and wholesale trade. And the calculations of the jobs per quarter, how is that done? Um, we draw a sample from uh, economic sectors, 20,000 uh, institutions we draw from uh, the sample uh, to estimate the number of uh, people that are employed in the country. Uh, so there are what we call group size one, which is the big firms. Those are all included in our service. And then uh, we break this uh, into group one, group two, size group two, size group three, and size group four. And out of that, 
we estimate the number of people that are employed uh, nationally. Uh, and uh, according to that, in the first quarter of the year, uh, South Africa has lost, in the informal sector, 15,000 uh, people. Uh, a number of those come from manufacturing, mining, uh, retail as well. Uh, the only sector that shows uh, growth is the community and social services sector, which is largely government, as well as uh, construction. Uh, the others have shared jobs. Mm. Uh, and just, uh, I'll start with why employment uh, decreased in all sectors except for community services, construction and electricity. Um, uh, construction. Uh, uh, the electricity stayed the same. It was zero, 60,000, 60,000. Okay. Right. Yes. Um, I don't know the reasons why uh, that those two increased, but they increased. Uh, but we know that uh, we are running into elections now in the first quarter. Uh, we also know that Stasi employed about 12,000 people. And that's not a, a non-significant number in the in their survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it, it, although it was at the tail end of uh, the first quarter, uh, that number is still significant in terms of uh, it being 12,000 people. Uh, and then uh, there would be elections, and then uh, that survey itself. Mm. And I believe that the sub-industry analysis also found a decline in the trade industry, largely driven by employee numbers in retail trade, hotels, restaurants. Is that because of low... Yeah, well, every, every, at the beginning of every year, retail trade uh, actually drops a bit because of, uh, it, of the base effects of Christmas, where quite a number of people get employed. Mm. Uh, so, But what is very telling is manufacturing. Manufacturing slows towards the end of the year, but peaks at the beginning of the year because the books, uh, order books for manufactured products uh, start, but at the end of the year, around December, November, uh, manufacturing stops, uh, but starts again in January. But here we see 17,000 lost in the last quarter, and then another number lost uh, at the beginning of the year in, in, in manufacturing. And the loss in earnings would the same follow just in terms of monthly earnings because of uh, no bonuses and overpayments, overtime payments? 22, 22 billion uh, drop uh, in earnings uh, quarter on quarter, but also there, there is an issue of bonuses being paid in December. So in part, that drop uh, mm. consists of bonuses, but also a consequence of people being out of jobs. So just as per your final analysis, is this a trend that will continue into the following quarter, just given the current tough economic conditions? Uh, well, you know, we can only see the past once we have gone past the past. We can't see it in the future. That's the role of statisticians. We don't know what will happen in the future. Uh, however, if you look at uh, employment from the quarterly labor force survey and the number of people that are unemployed, you see an increase uh, in the unemployment in the first quarter of January. If you look at uh, the first quarter GDP, for the first time you see household expenditure actually dropping uh, very deeply for the first time, uh, dropping but dropping very severely uh, in the first quarter. So all signs uh, show a, a, an economy that is enduring a very serious uh, strain. Uh, and you look at the consumer price index, 
uh, you can see an inkling to uh, breach uh, the, the 6.1, at upper upper limit. Mm. So these are signs of a, a, a indications of a, a very hard uh, period ahead. I think. How it will play out? That I do not know. Why would we see a jump, especially in the finance and business services, of uh, at last uh, 9,000 jobs after employment rose 42,000 in the last quarter of 2015? Well, business, the, the, those business services uh, usually look at uh, things like people who are providing uh, loans that the banks may, uh, financial services may require more people around that time. And the financial services sector cover a broad range of uh, Christmas, uh, the burgeoning Christmas uh, mood of uh, for purchases and the like. So uh, in January, that uh, faces a big thump. Okay, thank you very much for speaking to us and breaking it down for us. That is the statistician general.